You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning. I am Glenn DeGeek coming to you from over two acres ranch in Morriston, Florida. Nice. I'm Jamie Jennings. I think you need to keep the Ocala thing though, because people need to know. And it's easier to say. I'm Jamie Jennings <laughs> in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Monday, February 26th, episode 3373, brought to you by Worm Flooring. Good morning, horse people. You have found Horses in the Morning on a Monday. You're in for an amazing horsey week of laughter, learning, and fun with Glenn and Jamie. Well, today in the show, we have Tim Beals of STS Foundation. He's going to tell us about their foreign student exchange program. And Jamie might have some news for us on that front. Plus, Deanne from Horse Nation makes her monthly visit to talk about an article on what terms are used in horse sales ads and what they really mean. And, you know, Jamie and I have a little bit of experience with They're that. They're always after totally straightforward. <laughs> always straightforward, Glenn. You know, you've been shopping recently, so you know all about that. <laughs> so we're going to go over that. Plus, Deanne's going to hang around and tell us about, well... An article that was on Horse Nation that she can't talk about in the main show that we're going to talk about in the post show. Oh, God. Because it's kind of bizarre. So we're going to do that. We're out here at the farm. We've been out here since Saturday, and I I am happy to report that after spending $1,100, everything seems to be fixed on the living quarters, which (laughs) is good. You know, the water works, the heat works, uh, the bathroom works. uh, Everything seems to work now. So, knock on wood, we're going to be heading to Aiken with it next week, staying with Helena up at her place. She has an RV hookup at her new farm there. So, we're going to be going up there and working and coming to you from Aiken. So, that'll be next week. Uh, And I do have an update. About a month or a month and a half, maybe two months ago, I said Scooter, when we harness him up, has just been... He's just been not happy. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been, you know, it's been going on for a month or two, and he just is not happy when we harness him up. Be realistic, Glenn. He was trying to kick your yeah. kneecaps off. Oh, yeah. Basically, Jennifer just said, be realistic. He was trying to kick my kneecaps off. Yes, he was. Oh, wow. Uh, he was not happy. So she put him, we thought, well, what do we always say every, every solution to a horse problem is, Jamie? It's ulcers. So she bought the $300 worth of ulcer medication, and we put him on it for a month. I harnessed him up for the first time yesterday, and he was a perfect angel. Aw, see, there's me. something to that. <laughs> there apparently is something to it, because it seemed to work. He was happy. He was driving around. He didn't bolt. Uh, he didn't kick me. He didn't kick Jennifer. He didn't bite anybody. And he was really getting bad. So I, you know, I, I you know, channeled my inner Jamie and said, okay. What's going on? There must be pain. So that's when uh, we put them on it, and it seems to have worked. Well, and we did just talk like last week about signs of ulcers, and yeah, it sounds like he was checking every box. So good for you. I'm glad he's doing better. And I want to know where you got $300 ulcer meds from because I need to invest. I don't know, but I know it comes from overseas. (laughs) So. 
I'm sure it's so it's illegal. Okay. It's very legitimate. (laughs) It worked. That's fine. (laughs) And the other thing, we got the uh, clay sand base down for the stalls. You put the mats over that. So we got that put down. Let me tell you, remember when we were buying the farm, I said, there's the big debate about whether to get a tractor with a front end loader or a gator. I am so glad we got the tractor with the front end loader. (laughs) Oh, man. I would not have been a debate. The tractor all uh, all day. Oh, I mean, the front end loader has been so helpful out here. Moving all that sand, we would we would we would have gotten a tenth of it done by hand. So it was so nice to have the tractor and the front end loader. I got to tell you, it was very nice. So anybody yeah. in that debate right now, I'm still recommending the tractor with the front end loader. Do you know what we just did too? Is we have the tractor, but we ended up. I found Chad found it on Facebook Marketplace, a four wheeler, like old but runs and so now we have a little four-wheeler that i can drag all the arena with and the round pin with and and so that has been really helpful as well yeah and it's much quicker than than the tractor yeah yeah you can go a lot faster well there you go you got both do you have a tractor with the front end loader uh yes yes that is well i mean i don't my husband does <laughs> that's his baby it is currently parked direct it's in my driveway right now glenn okay like that's how that's how much we love our tractor <laughs> well i will tell you we got um we we had a, one of the listeners suggested this i was going to get the the forks uh, the you know like the forks for the front end where you take the bucket off and put the forks on and they said oh no you can just get these forks that clamp onto the front yeah, end yeah we have those they were great yeah it's They're awesome. So... You just twist them on and then yeah. you don't have, I'm not taking a front end loader off of a tractor. You well, must be crazy. This takes two minutes. You're right. It, it's absolutely wonderful. We're moving the fence boards around with it. It's so nice to have those. I mean, they're heavy, but they do the trick. If surprised. you have questions about tractors, just call Chad because okay. he's <laughs> learned he's 10 years ahead of you on the tractor front. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cheap too. They were like less than 200 bucks. Yeah. No, I like that. That was good. That was good. So thank you to whatever listener told us that. But let's do some daily winnies. Well, my daily winnie today, of course, is auditor birthdays. Melissa Aquino, Dawn Deems, Jennifer Morlane, and the host of the Healthy Critters podcast, Patty Perucci. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a fantastic day. Well, my daily winnie goes, congratulations. This is so exciting. So there's an, a, pl- a thing called My Racehorse where people get to buy into racehorses. And one of our listeners, Clark Barton, has... Uh, purchased into a horse called Seize the Gray. And Seize the Gray has done very well and just won a race over the weekend. So congratulations to Clark and Seize the Gray. It's so exciting. It was, at, I think, at Oaklawn is where he won the race. But congratulations to Seize the Gray. That's such a great name. Do we know if that's the same one he said was going to the... Um... Yeah, that's the same horse. Same one. Yeah. It's going to. It's qualified for the Triple Crown race. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was the same horse. Well, good job, Clark. Hey, you posted something. Can am I allowed to talk about this? The farm boy quote. Oh, sure. I guess. 
you posted this in the audit room over the weekend. And it's a T-shirt. It's another one of those money-making opportunities that you and I are never going to do. Um, but he had a quote, and I want to know why he had this quote. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, over the weekend, I spent a lot of time with Farm Boy. And, he, you know, he doesn't say much. But when he does say something, you should listen, which is probably the way I should be. But I'm not because I don't stop talking. Um, but when he says something, you listen and I heard this and I was like, Oh my God, that's really good. Uh, his quote was, I'm not in a hurry to get where I don't want to go. <laughs> and <laughs> that was, that. that was the quote. And I was like, Oh my God, right. That, and so it's funny because I have a, on the notes app on my phone, I have a whole series of things. And so when he says things like that, I go, give me my phone. <laughs> Give me my phone. I need my phone. I got to write that down. Uh, so he's always like, kind of thinks it's funny. But what actually, I'm wearing this shirt right now. Uh, one day we had a horse come in for training, and the owner wanted the horse to do all of these things. And clearly the horse was not ready to do any of those things. And so he, at that, he turns to me and he goes, We aren't in the business of ruining horses. And I was like, give me my phone. <laughs> we <laughs> need a on. whole series of quotes. And, you know, we'll give him a little royalty for him. I mean, we should have like a farm boy yes. like line of clothing. Farm yes. boy clothes. I think it would be great. Somebody, Jessica, uh, we need Jessica to start doing the drawings for us. Uh, yeah. And we can we can have this whole line of clothing. Farm boy clothing. And so I think, so I made the, the, that, that quote, we're not that I put the flyover farm logo and underneath it, it says flyover farm. We're not in the business of ruining horses. And so I made two, I made him one for, for Christmas. And then I had to have one for myself, but they're like super cheap Amazon, you know, like add your quote and your logo yeah. here, you know, kind of picture things. So it's not like I would sell these they're limited edition there's only two <laughs> it's very valuable uh, but you ask why he said that we were talking about i i can't remember why we started talking about it but he he was told at school he's got a new a new lady friend and she was like you're so slow hurry up. Like they're walking to class and she's like, come on. It's like, I was thinking of like me with Chad in the barn versus Chad at work. Like when he's at work, he's hustle, 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 but he gets in the barn and I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> keep walking one foot in front of the other. So I guess she was getting fairly frustrated that he was having a, uh, non farm walk at on campus. And, uh, he, he just, He's like, I just turned her and told her I'm not in a hurry to get where I don't want to go. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that quote came up. But yeah, I had to, I had to write that one down. <laughs> I love that one. The other thing I saw you post was Taco, uh, your, your new pony in the middle of the lake with you sitting on board. Oh my gosh. So, so we have, you know, access next door to, we have 20 acres and then our neighbor next door has 20 acres, but it's all woods. And so he cut trails so he could walk his dog and God bless him. He asked me if I wanted to put a gate so I could ride the trails. So we have a gate and we go ride the trails, but over the sometime last week, while I was at a town, the there's power lines back there. And you know, they, the, the the electric company comes and cuts along the power lines to make sure there are no trees interfering. And so there's this huge swath of like forever to ride underneath the power lines. That's perfectly groomed and cut now. And it's been like super grown up for a couple of years. So I was like, 
oh my God, a kid in the candy store. So I was like, oh, let's go this way. And we rode. I mean, we must have gone. I've, I'm so mad because I didn't know I didn't turn on my Equa tracker, you know. But we must have gone four miles or so before we were like, oh, we probably should get back. People are going to think we're dead. Uh, so we head back and we were riding through the pasture to get back. And I was like, let's see if they want some water. And so I rode Taco the Pony up to the lake to, to pond. I mean, it's a pond. It's like a tiny muddy pond to see if he wanted some water. And oh, my God, he just walked right in like. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got my Wintec saddle on. We're good. Here, Bear, take my phone. Take my phone. <laughs> and he, I mean, and somebody commented underneath that he's going to make some little girls so happy someday. And I'm like, no, he's going to make her very unhappy when he lays down and rolls <laughs> yes. in it. Because that was what we were working against the whole time. Keep going. Get, 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 we get, cannot get, get go, Scooter go, go. and that pony in the same pond. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a mess. But it was really cute. You know, like Pharaoh, my former thoroughbred, I ponied him into the pack to the pond one day and he laid down while I was ponying him. And so it must be something about the muddy water that they just love. But I think that after, you know, four plus miles of riding, when he's a little out of shape, little dude, he was like, I'm going to just That's go it. right in. I don't care. <laughs> Walked right in. I'm glad you got a picture. It was a great. I'll post that in the show notes. Well, that's because I given Farm Boy my phone because I was like, <laughs> Jay's D, uh, this may end poorly. Can we get my phone? <laughs> well, you're going to need to start wearing a uh, life jacket when now when you ride your pony. Well, it's, you know, I've ridden some of the horses into the pond and it's fine because it's like a tiny pond, but my boots got wet because I was like so <laughs> low to the ground. I was like, oh my feet. <laughs> Pick my feet up. I forgot riding a 13 hand horse would get me a little wetter. Speaking of of getting wet, the one place you don't want to get wet is in the inside of your trailer oh, from your what roof a leaking. Segue. I, that's pretty good, wasn't it? That's Man. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I Gold like that. Star. One. Uh, so anyway, we're imploring now does trailer roofs. Not only do they do the floor of your horse trailer, they'll do your trailer roof. Leaky roofs are a very common problem in horse trailers and especially RVs. Uh, worm flooring now has a revolutionary silicone-based coating that creates a barrier against heat and wet. It seals your roof to stop leaks before they start. Second, it reflects back nearly 90% of the UV rays, keeping your trailer or, or your barn, apparently you can do these in barn roofs too, up to 60 degrees cooler on a blistering hot day like the day we went to visit you last when it was 105 <laughs> so ditch ways for you to spend your money i know flooring i know uh so ditch the duct tape and the buckets invest in a long-lasting peace of mind with seal and chill that's the name of their roofing material it's applied by pros for a flawless finish and it's only seven dollars and fifty cents per square foot that's a steal for a cooler drier happier trailer or rv which means happier horses and people Head on over to wormflooring.com to find a dealer near you or give Worm Flooring Systems a call. You can find it right on their website, wormflooring.com. Ask about Seal and Chill, the leak-stopping, sun-deflecting roof coating that'll turn your summertime blues into a cool, refreshing tunes. All right. Coming up next, we have a guest that uh, we've been wanting to get on for quite a while. If you guys all remember a while back, uh, Jamie, I kind of surprised Jamie with this. I had heard from Tim, and he said, look, we do these foreign exchange students, and some of them are into horses. Could you help us advertise it so we can find proper horse families for them to go to? And we did. We talked about one a girl from Germany. And then uh, 
things happened after that, and we thought as a good follow-up to this and to answer more questions, we should have Tim on, and then Jamie will explain what happened. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Tim Beals. He is the local coordinator. He's in Indiana from the STS Foundation, and uh, welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you very much, and I'm glad to be here. Now you read, I, I thought that you and Glenn were friends, but it turns out you were just reaching out to see if about getting some students and places to go. Yes. I e- emailed around or sent on Facebook uh, a message and to some people and uh, connected that way and sent him some students that we have that enjoy horse activities and uh, kind of went from there. So what what is the STS Foundation? We are exchange uh, student program that we provide students coming into the United States, throughout the United States, all 50 states. And we have, I think, uh, well, we have boys and girls from the ages of 15 and a half to 18 when they apply um, or when they're present here. And with all types of activities or interests that they're involved in, and we uh, match with uh, all types of hosts. They can be single people, they can be married people, same-sex couples, people with children, people without children, all types of families. All types of families can become uh, exchange student hosts. And uh, so how does the process, well, I mean... How does the process work for somebody who hasn't just been through the process? Sure. sure. Well, once we connect, we can get some of the you know demographics of the where the location is of the host, the interested host, and uh, you know collect information. And there's an application process, and gets the interest of the family. And if there's a student that they saw an advertisement for or a post for, not an advertisement per se, but a post for that was uh, featuring a certain student, they might be interested in that student. Um, and then we will we will contact the school and we can also share other student options like what students' um, interests are. We can we have a database that we can go and search and see, you know, some interest that matched a potential host and uh and believe me we have students from um of all types of interests that will want to be matched with a family and it's best that they have some kind of a common interest that kind of fosters so, a better relationship so how how many countries send students here to the united states that you guys work with um it keeps growing but I think we have well over 20 some right now. Um, I was just checking the list today because it fluctuates a little bit because we have maybe one student from Brazil or we might have one student from Chile. We have students from Germany. There's usually several from Germany, uh, Italy, Spain, um, the Netherlands, Norway, Poland. You just... Switzerland, United Kingdom, and I think we have one from Thailand currently. Oh, cool! So, yeah. and I don't so think how, I even named them all. <laughs> I, I, this is what's interesting. So, you said I've got all these students that are interested in horses. I'm going to contact 
the guy who runs a horse radio mm-hmm. network and see if he knows anybody who would be interested in hosting a horse girl. And so Glenn sends it to me and he's like, mm-hmm. do you know anybody? And I'm like, I do know somebody because my husband grew up hosting foreign exchange students when he was a kid, his family did. And it is something he and I have always talked about. And so we applied and we Mm -hmm. just got our certification our like letter of, yes, you're certified. We we are not a hundred percent sure which student we're going to get, but we've applied for a couple because then you sent me this list of all these horse chicks. And I'm so excited (laughs) because I'm stuck in this house, Tim, with these boys who don't like horses and I need somebody to hang out with. (laughs) So I'm really excited that this is the, uh, this is a thing. And we have a room in the house and, and the process from my end has actually been fairly easy. I mean, just one thing at a time, just paperwork, but all online, just t- type in your name and somebody came and did a home visit. So they can ask if they did home visits like they do when you adopt a baby, you know? Yeah. Well, let me tell uh, yeah. you, we went through the adoption process. And when they came in to do the home visit, I was like, hey, okay, well, here's my silverware. And this is where you never, no, no, no. <laughs> They're just going to take some pictures. It's fine. I was like, oh my God, this is so much easier. You know, there wasn't like, like with the home visit for adoption, they spent hours with us hour and, and came several times. And so to get this approval, oh my God, I was like, that's it. Bye. <laughs> but they did a thorough job. You have a house, you have a room. We're good. Yeah. You, you, she's right. got her, she'll have her own room. Yeah. She'll have her own study area, you know, and that was a, a blessing of, of this house is we have this spare room. It's just begging for a horse girl to come and live with me. <laughs> yeah. I was going to share some of the requirements that uh, people might ask what, you know, what to take for a host or to, you know, what it's, what's responsibilities. And, is to basically be able to welcome someone into the household and to treat them as a regular household member. They do chores just like any other, you know, child in the home. Um, they, the host will provide a bedroom. It can be shared with the same gender and pretty close to the same age. Um, and they have to have their own bed. They, and the host would provide a three meals a day or access to three meals a day. And, and the students responsible for, um, like, oh, if there's any special household item they need to, you know, have like a special soap or something, then they could, they would be responsible for purchasing that. And then they have their own insurance. They pay for their own cell phone and their service. They have to have their own cell phone service. And that's very simple. And they also pay for any, if they want to go on a trip with the host family and the host family is not providing for that, the student can pay for it. That also can be their responsibility. And um, any type of entertainment with and meals also, if they're going out with their friends, that would be upon the student to be responsible for. So the spending money is, you know, is upon the uh, student. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah. So basically I think what I provide is a home. I mean, just treat, treat it like it's, it's a family member, which is a piece of cake, you know, like we're going to make some school. I'm, I'm already making a school lunch. Might as well make two, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And <laughs> we're doing breakfast, lunch and dinner anyway. And so I think it's really exciting. And I think it's a, well, in your cool... case, you're also providing horses and a manure fork. 
Oh my so, God, and we get our that. ponies. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Yeah. Now, does. Okay, for all the listeners, we, I had to get manure or poop in every conversation we've had this year, Tim, and I didn't miss did it. it today. There it is. I took it. We're done. There it was. You did it. <laughs> Well, so I, am I going to get to speak with this child before she comes? Or is this like one of those, I go to the airport and hold up a big Blind sign date. with their name <laughs> on it, you know, like, Hey, yes, yes. You, once you are fully matched and the school is ex- accepted and, and I forgot to mention, there is a background check. It's online background check. It's just very simple. Um, it, I think it's, it's, uh, you put enter your on a secure website, you enter your social security number and then the background is complete once that passes. And then the, like you mentioned, the home check, the walk through the home, the pictures, all that. Once it's all complete, then you are connected with the student. You can email, you can talk over the phone, video chat, whatever you want to do. Gotcha. So they won't be like a total stranger you're picking up at the airport. I get to actually... Mm-hmm speak to this person and i would just request that it is a girl that likes horses not a boy i'm sick boys i'm uh, (laughs) full up of boys i need a girl around here (laughs) well i checked and there are 13 students currently that are involved at some level of you know in horses they enjoy either uh, kind of events that they like to compete in or if it's just uh horseback riding I love it. I love it. Now, do is there ever a case where the student would be like, um, I really don't want to go to Oklahoma or something like that? Well, the situation is they do get to choose if they want to like a, a preference of a state or a region, but that doesn't guarantee that they're going to get that. And when, when it's like the military, Jamie. <laughs> So when SDS sends say, okay, we've matched you with family, they basically get that option, and then that's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, what we try question, to match them if they have a preference. We try to match them with the preference. And how long are they at the home for? And they arrive within seven days of the start of school. So that would start the clock. Is basically whenever the school that they're attending would so start, August or, they would yeah, yeah they, they would. They would, um, the country that the student's coming from, that organization there would book their flight, and then they're responsible for returning the, the return flight at within seven days of the final day of school. Or if they're considered to be participating in the graduation, then they would also allow that in the seven days within that time frame. So they're there for one school year? Correct. Okay. Not throughout, not, but not throughout the summer. So if one of our listeners is interested in this, they can go to your website and start the conversation? Yes, they can. They can they can go to the STS. They can just search for STS.com or, or I'm sorry, .org. And it's STSfoundation.org. Or they could um, um, also call me. I can always connect them and help help them get on the way and lead them to the right um, location that they're in and there would be a local coordinator that would then take over and they would, you know, guide them throughout the year and help them out with any questions they had. And, and then too, a local coordinator would be in contact each month at least with uh, each host family and with each student. 
Gotcha. I'm super excited. I think this is going to be, be a life-changing event for, for my son, for my family. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Chad, my husband, his parents still are in contact with the foreign exchange student that they hosted 25 years ago. I mean, it is. Uh, oh, absolutely. I hear people, you know, now I have grandchildren, you know, in, in, uh, Italy, and they go and visit them and things like that. It's just really, they. I mean, they have multiple kids. They just continue to do it very frequently. Well, I'm really excited. I'm so glad that you reached out to him and, and you're, you're helping, helping facilitate all of this and, and answering all my questions that I have and taking my calls and emails and everything because it is something that I was unfamiliar with. And man, I'll tell you when applying for adoption and applying for this, it is much breezier of a, of a event. I mean, yes, yes, you do have background checks and they do take pictures of your home, but that is like something that assures me of the safety of all of this. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's great for both families and I'm really excited. I do think it's crazy though, that I don't get to talk to their parents, but you had a really interesting reason why you don't let the host family talk to the parents. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I mean, it, it happens. But it's not really something we push because you're the host here has to be the one that's kind of, you know, it, the child is in their, your home and you don't want to be going back and forth and getting their approval for something and be a different opinion or something because the culture, there's a culture barrier. Maybe they mm-hmm. just don't understand the culture here, vice versa. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Like my, my child is not allowed to be on his tablet after dinner, but at your house, maybe you let them. So <laughs> we Absolutely. all have our, 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 our rules. So Tim, this is awesome. STSfoundation.org. Y'all go get, get yourself a, a, a foreign exchange student to, to join your family like we are. And I'm really excited. And we will definitely let you guys know when we have one picked out and keep y'all up to date. I've been sitting on this for a while, Tim. I'm excited. I've, <laughs> yeah, I haven't been told anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, she's, been wanting, she's been wanting to announce this for a long time so i'm glad you came on <laughs> yeah. thank you for joining us appreciate it no problem thank you well i'm so excited for you i'm excited that you're 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 doing this and uh i do hope you you end up with the girl from germany because she sounded like a, she was a real horse nut it and is, also is crazy Chad, There's those, like- yeah yeah, Chad speaks some German, so that is definitely awesome. Um, but it's crazy. I mean, so we we fill out the application and and start the ball rolling, and then I get flooded with these emails of girls that love horses. I mean, it was it was so beautiful. I was like, this one likes this has done this type of riding, and this girl has done this type of riding, and this girl volunteers at her barn helping with lessons and this. It was so cool to see what people are doing with horses all over the world. One lady, one girl was in a like a quadrille like a, uh, they call it something different obviously, but some type of quadrille and then other people um they call them in some, I think it was Germany. They ca- they don't call them leases. She was talking about her foster pony, and so I had to contact my other friend in Germany, and I was like, "Excuse me, what is a foster pony? What does it mean? Is this so interesting?" Yeah, here it would mean you're fostering a horse, right? Yeah, yeah it, th- but foster pony is like a lease horse, basically. Uh-huh. It was so it, it was so interesting to learn about how different people uh, what they do with their horses all over the world. I'm so excited to be able to uh, show 
a lot of Monty's concepts to somebody who it probably knows it better than I do, you know, honestly, all <laughs> the United States and in Europe, but I'm, I'm super excited. And like, I was like, okay, Chad, can we put them on our family fly list and we can like jet around the country, <laughs> like take, take her wherever she wants to go. Oh, you want to go to, you want to go to Land Rover or Kentucky three day? Let's go. You know, like all sorts. I'm so excited. There's so many things I'm going to get to do with well, a teenage girl. Now it's going to be a lucky horse girl from whatever country that gets to come stay at your house. Oh so. my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> I want to be, Baby, I've got her room ready already because they have to come take pictures. So I had to prepare and I'm like, she's going to need a new desk. <laughs> I think, I think Taco Tuesday is going to have a new mommy here shortly. I know, but I, I think it, un unfortunately, most of the girls I looked at are taller than me. I was like, <laughs> no. Well, you know what? You're going to have to make sure your ponies are ready for this girl who's going to want to ride all the time. And Cosquin ASU joint and hoof pellets are the way to do that. You're nailing it today, I know, boss. Good. They contain quality <laughs> ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit CosequinEquine.com. CosequinEquine.com. Next up, we have Deanne with her monthly visit from Horse Nation, and we're going to talk about one of the articles that she had posted in there. It's Monday. That means it's time for Horse Nation to stop by with some cleverly written horse stories. Or just some silly nonsense. Well, hey, Deanne, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Now, Deanne's going to hang around with us uh, for the auditors, hang around to the post show, because there was a story that she wanted to talk about that we can't talk about in the main show. So we're going to have, she's going to hang around through, uh, a question first world problems and then we'll talk about that story in the post show but the one we are going to talk about today is one that was on horse nation called horse sale ads translated and Deanne, you know that jamie and i have read thousands and thousands of really bad ads over the years and i think we have an opinion on some of these translations that you have uh so did you make up this list yourself oh god no I'm okay. not really that creative. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was inspired by a Facebook post that likes to go around, you know, every year or every other year. And then, um, as always, I, you know, I'm closely tied to the folks in the Western thoroughbred community. And uh, so we're part of a pretty massive group chat, not like the new Facebook group chats where you can chat everybody in a group because that drives me crazy. But like a group of us are in a group chat. And um, so they, I believe, uh, jumped in and helped out with this. Okay. All right. So these are sales ad terms and what they really mean. All right. So you can start the list. All right. So, and this one's pretty basic. I think we see it in a lot of places where the ad calls the horse started and it's like, yep, rode once. <laughs> if that. <laughs> right. And let me also be clear. I do know it's ridden once, but you know, this is horse speak. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read it like a cowboy. As horses started. Rode once. Rode, rode once. <laughs> and then he's green, green broke. broke. Rode twice. <laughs> <laughs> Ready I to show? <laughs> green broke. We have read green so broke. many ads uh, that were green broke that they have never been rode any time. Yeah. <laughs> ever, ever had a ever. saddle on it maybe one no. time. There's been no saddle even near that horse, and they say it's green. <laughs> Real green. <laughs> yeah. Um. So barrel racing prospect just off the track. Yeah, we get this one all the time, barrel racing prospect. Never barrel raced before, but and you know damn well that just means this horse bolts all the time. This is a bolting yes. horse. 
That's, exactly. That's one that needs to be added. It's not just off the track. Horse runs away on you. Has yeah, exactly. Alter. Exactly. Alter. That's a vaulting horse. <laughs> hunt, spe- hunt feet prospect should be on the track. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see too many that actually say hunt seat, do we, Jamie? No, I, but I also don't shop for those. But the next one is the funny one, which is the Western Pleasure Prospect, which means too slow for too barrel slow racing. For... Also, he's probably lame. <laughs> well, and I think I added the also probably lame ah, because I was like, no, 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 no. You say Western Pleasure Prospect, of course, real lame. Yeah. Or just very, very, very fat. Can walk. <laughs> yes, also yes. true. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, caddy the way, will scoot if, out from Oh, yes. If any of these bother you and we are saying something that offends you, send your complaints to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Thank you. Oh, thank you for offering up her email and not mine. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. She has a special file for complaints. <laughs> uh, I, I, th- I believe I have a similar file. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, caddy will scoot out from under you and leave you in the dirt. I'm always like, that one means spins and bolts. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. And that's le- kind of leads to the next one. Cutting prospect turns and runs when frightened. Also yeah. spins and bolts. <laughs> a lot of spins and bolts in this. Raining horse prospect spins and runs when frightened. I think like all the cow raining, like all the same thing. <laughs> Trail horse prospect no performance talent. Also probably lame. <laughs> That is so true. And we have seen a lot of trail horse prospects over the years. Yeah. When it's a trail horse prospect, that means it's really not. I mean, it might be sound now, but it's not going to be sound for much, like much else than walking on a trail, which I get. I I respect that. I respect that. (laughs) And, And you know what? Like, right. I feel like a lot of sites have published pieces on like serviceably sound and what that means based on the type of writing you do. And by all means, if you're going to meander around on like a flat trail, that's cool. You don't need a performance sound horse. Absolutely. 100%. If yeah. you're going to ride like Karen Chatton, though, uh, in the endurance world, you need a sound horse. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's totally different. Yes. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. sure we'll get to an endurance challenge <laughs> later on yeah. in the thing. Um, but yeah, so uh, the one that I see a lot where people go sadly outgrown and you're like, Oh, the kid on a pony must've gotten tall, but you have a different meaning for sadly outgrown, <laughs> not talented and or sound enough for the upper level <laughs> <laughs> or the next level. <laughs> right to the fence. Or, no sense or, of self-preservation. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah. Uh, the pros- prospect I feel like relates to the trail horse prospect sometimes, but like, Broodmare prospect, you know, if it's if it's got girl parts, they throw that on there. Yeah, <laughs> every time to do we have seen yet. that yes. a thousand times over the years. Every yeah. time it's a broodmare prospect, when in fact it's just a a, a a mentally unstable horse that you shouldn't breed. Right, right, yeah. and I'm not, and I'm not talking like the filly that's bred to the hilt that had a pasture accident as a weanling. Like you know what, like, but that's like one horse in a million, not the lame mare who's crazy, who 100% should not reproduce. Right. It was not papered in any way. Those are the yeah. ones that I, 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 I say to them, you know, you could sell her as a recent mare and then she's just a uterus. <laughs> no. right, right. Uterus you, on four legs. Yes. Uterus on four legs. There you go. <laughs> um, another one Compa- is, go ahead. I was gonna say companion horse. And that one's always very old or very lame. 
and probably both. Yeah, it's true. True. But at least they're honest about it. I feel like companion horse, they're not at least telling you that it's a, uh, you know, like, like the lesson horse potential, which uh, that description, very old or very lame, probably both is a perfect horse, husband horse, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Can't move. Or the same (laughs) as the lesson horse potential, which is you can kick him all you want, but he ain't moving. (laughs) And it's probably lame. (laughs) A lot of these are probably lame. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed that. I feel like I added in all the probably lame. (laughs) Because you're probably right. (laughs) Now, this one I see a lot. I've been to horse shopping, Deanne, for a horse for my assistant. And he's wanted one that's like unstarted and never, you know, no, had no rider on him ever. And you know what's funny is I called about one or a message about one. And she was like, yeah, the ad had the horse was wearing a saddle and I was like, Oh, Hey, has the horse ever been ridden? And she was like, yeah, yeah. We've had some rides on it. I was like, Oh, never mind. I was looking for a horse that had never been ridden. Well, we only rode it twice, <laughs> which isn't oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, that's like the next, no matter what question you ask, you're going to get, she's going to try to give you the answer you want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, you're literally tailoring your answers to things that I will. I mean, like, just sell the horse you have, you know, <laughs> just right. try. Oh, really? He likes to jump too. Oh, I don't like to jump. No, he hates jumping actually. Like that's not a thing, but I'm looking right. for something that, you know, can like go on the trail. Oh, this horse loves the trail, man. He'll try. He's he'll take it nice and slow. Oh, really? I was looking for an endurance horse. Well, he can't pick it up. <laughs> You're like, the other thing you have on the list here i'm going down the list a little further and we found jamie found this to be so true with almost every horse she shopped for is that they will advertise it a hand taller than it actually is always and like (laughs) i you know i'm sometimes willing to give a person if they go about 15 one i'm like okay you didn't have a stick you wanted to get the ad up you were too lazy to grab a tape fine whatever but the ones that, yes, 15-2, it means it's 14-2. 15-3, 15-3. You got, right, Jamie? The one you, Taco. Was so Taco, at- my little pony, was not supposed to be my little pony. He was supposed to be 14-2. And I got him, and he measured, he sticked at 13-3. And I'm like, they, they took him off the trailer. Inches. Took him off the trailer, and I was like, what is that? Like, what is that? And they were like, this is, I was like, this is a, po- like a tiny pony. And then Betty Faye's horse, um, the horse that I found on Craigslist. Now I did go see this horse. The ad said 17 hand paint horse. Are you ready, Deanne? 17 oh, hand paint wait, horse. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, first of all, very few horses are actually 17 hands. Anytime somebody says 17 hands, I'm like, yeah, that horse is 15 three. Yeah, exactly. Well, Western people tend to think that horses are giant if they're over 15, three, you know? And so I got there and I see this little paint horse and I mean, it's not, it's not a pony, but he's not 17 hands. And I pull up and I get out of the car and this, this guy was like, you know, of course, mowing his lawn on his riding lawnmower without a shirt on. And he had a giant beer belly. And he's like, I get out of the car and he's like, you little girls always like them big old horses. And I was like, where's, where's the big old horse? horse? Where's the the big horse? That's not a big horse. And he is 15 one. And they said he was 17 hands. (laughs) Well, and so like, so I am in the Western world and I ride a 16 hand thoroughbred. Now, whenever people ask me, I know. And whenever people ask me how big she is, because they're like, oh my God, your horse is huge. 
and I'll give her that she's a like she's a she's every inch of it, right? Like she takes up a lot of leg for being even for being sixteen hands. But I laugh because my answer is always she is a true sixteen hand, not a for sale sixteen hands. She like <laughs> sticks like I have the stick level on concrete, sticks at sixteen hands. Yeah. And people are like, no, she's bigger than that. I'm like, no, this is what 16 hands looks like. like yeah. yeah. <laughs> next when to is- your 14 one hand cowbred thing, she looks humongous. But she, but I'm like, in the English world, this is a youth hunter. Like, so, Yeah. So my assistant is 6'4", and he grew up learning to ride in Wyoming. And when we get, I, I take horses off the track, these 16 to 16, three, 17 hand thoroughbreds come for training. And then we got a quarter horse in to start and he goes, man, sure. I'm glad to have a normal size horse around here. And I was like, you're six, four, you should be riding 17 to two. But it was a normal size horse to him to have like a 14, two hand quarter horse. I'm like, good Lord. Can step over. Yeah. I've got I this know, pony there's now. A, there's a trainer in my area and he's easily six, four and he rides a lot of cowbred horses. And I'm like that again, in the English, in, in any like show world where it matters, I think a lot of them would qualify as ponies, you know, they're under 14 too. And I'm like, don't you have feet drag on the ground? Like I'd be worried about my ankles. Yeah. Well, this pony that I have, I, you know, he's 13, three. And so I'm leading him around. I'm doing stuff with him. And I was like, Oh my God, this is what it's like to be you every day. Like this is the view that you have of horses. (laughs) Right. You can see over their back. You can look down at their head. Like I, I went to get off of him the other day, D and I did that whole cowboy thing where you like leave your left foot in the stirrup and you throw your right leg over and step down to the ground while your foot's still in the stirrup, you know, like super John Wayne, like, you know, boo, and yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here I am. My left knee's so jacked up. I don't care what size horse I am. I don't leave that left foot in the stirrup ever. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. Cause I was like, this is what they do in the movies. <laughs> so, and, and I'm the opposite. I like, because I don't, when I'm on a shorter horse, I'm so used to sliding down off my big horse and I do it pretty quickly. I take my left foot out, swing my right leg over and like kind of hop down. Uh-huh. If I'm on a short, short horse, I hit the ground hard. I'm like, oh, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whoa, that came up quick. <laughs> well, there's a bunch more of these and we're going to let everyone, we'll put a link in our show notes. If you want to go see the rest of these, I, I feel like we've covered almost all of them on really bad ads over the years. Uh, but Dan, Dan, you're going to hold on now. We're going to do some equestrian first world problems from some of our listeners. And then we'll get into the post show where we're going to talk about a bizarre story that Jamie hasn't even looked at yet. I, I accidentally oh, you are opened... in for a ride, Jamie. <laughs> no, see, I was trying to open this link, and I accidentally opened the last one, the other one, and I saw the first picture, and oh, I might have yeah. to leave. And Dan, one. what you don't know is I have some firsthand experience with this, and oh, we're going to discuss oh, that later. The, oh, 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 do I need to be visual? <laughs> Well, before we get to the first world problems, I, we've got to like thank Purina for being such an awesome sponsor. Your horse has unique feed needs and Purina has you covered from breeding and growing to senior horses from performance horses to easy keepers and literally everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research backed options for your horse. There is no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. So put Purina's research to the test. Find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. 
Yes, it's that time of the week where, you know, Dan, here's what I do is I, I, I reach out to our listeners and I say, please tell us what is your equestrian problem right now? Because remember, if you have an equestrian problem, it is first world. Like that's just the way that we live. So, um, our auditors all go on the page and they post their problems and, um, it's cathartic. It's a release. Glenn, if somebody is listening to this and wants to participate in this, how do they become an auditor? Just go to horsesinthemorning.com, click on the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 a month, you too can play along. All right. Well, we're going to start with Jillian, and this one is so sad, but it has, it has a happier ending and then a happier ending. Okay. So she says, my coffee pot quit working on a Monday morning, but no worries because I woke up to a call about a loose horse and wanting to know if it's mine. But then the happy ending is... It's not my horse, but now I'm wide awake without any coffee. <laughs> uh, Anna says the weather has been warm all winter here in Minnesota, but that means nothing froze and we've been tracking dirt and mud into the house and I've had to sweep and vacuum every day. That's not a horse girl thing. You don't do that as a horse girl. You just, no, you just leave it go. You just let your jump husband. it down. Yeah. <laughs> James says, I keep buying cute riding clothes for myself to wear this spring and summer, and I'm so excited to wear them. But I'm nine months pregnant. I have no idea if they're actually going to fit me once this baby comes out. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mel says, I was farm sitting for a new client. Oh, Glenn, you're going to love this. I was farm sitting for a new client and she had this electric pitchfork and you press a button and it shakes the shavings out of the poop and now they're home. And now I have to go back to using my own manual manure fork. <laughs> We've been telling you about that pitchfork for 10 years and yes. the shaking fork really does. Is and a it, joy. It I, really is. I don't, I don't think that they manufacture them anymore. No, so you should have bought then. I did find out he's still making the flex and fork though. Oh, okay. So you can okay. still get the flex and fork. Matter of fact, I'm ordering three. So I'm afraid that he's going to stop making those. And I'm, I want to have enough for a lifetime. So, oh, my God. I probably should get some more. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My flex and fork is 12 years old. Does anybody else have a manure fork that's 12 years old that never broke a tine and never changed the handle? No, but I don't feel like you should talk about it because I don't think he's selling them anymore. I think I think you, you can get the flex and forks. You may want to check that because I mean, mine have been with me since I lived in Arizona and like, I mean, they're, they're, they've been here forever. So, um, anyway, Andrea says coming back off my broken arm and I wanted to ground drive my mare yesterday, but with all her time off, she's too fat for the sur single. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, I'm having, I'm probably going to have shoulder surgery again in July. And like, yes, my arm hurts. Like when I move it, but I don't want to go through surgery. Cause I got like so fat last time because I couldn't do anything. And I'm like, <laughs> I can deal with the pain to not gain 20 pounds. I'm like, I need to go to a nutritionist to figure out how to do this. Cause I'm a little nervous. Uh, Carrie says I was really behind listening to the podcast because I was injured when my horse chose violence. Carrie is our listener who was like seriously injured. I'm so glad that you're back uh, listening to the show. She says, but now I'm all caught up and I don't know what to listen to now. <laughs> so Carrie Garvey went through a super horse crash when her horse chose violence. So welcome back, Carrie. We're glad you're here. We're glad to have you back. I remember uh, that. Yeah. Amy said, I had a dream where I was shopping. Oh, tell me, Dan, this is not the dream. I had a dream where I was shopping at 
multiple tax shops and they were all next to each other in a mall. Oh, but now I woke up and I have to go to work. It exists. (laughs) The World Equestrian Center, 20 tax shops. Oh my God. You're right. That is a thing. (laughs) Peggy says with the days getting longer, I have a little more time to ride or work with some of my own horses, but now I have too many to choose from. <laughs> oh, that is so first world. I love it. Uh, Kim says, uh, we sold our home. So after 20 years with my own tack room, feed room, stall, etc., I need to con- consolidate, pack, reduce my stuff enough to take to my trainer's barn or the boarding stable and store stuff into my horse trailer. But now all the spring ads have such great sales and cute colors. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica says I was given a gift card to total saddle fit, but I already have everything from there. So I don't know what to buy. <laughs> Give it as a gift. Regift. Yeah, it. I was going to say regift yeah. it. You're regift it. Yeah. Or you buying for the future. I mean, what happens if something breaks? You may need to, you can't have enough total saddle fit stuff. Now the last one and my favorite one, this is sad. Dan, it's very sad. Glenn, Matt says, some rain came through the other day and it knocked out the power, but the generator did kick on, but my hot tub didn't reset. So it was too cold to get in after I did all my chores. <laughs> okay. There's the first real problem. That one wins. <laughs> it's the winner. Congratulations, Matt. Sorry, your hot tub was too cold. Dude, That's your the generator. kind of problems we want to hear on this show. <laughs> That's my favorite one in a while. All right, everybody. That's the first world problem I want. I know, right? Oh, my hot stuff is too cold. I mean, I have power. We're going to have the chi episode for you tomorrow. So a little horse health on the show tomorrow. And then we'll be here Wednesday and Friday as well. Get your weird news in before Wednesday. Where do they send that? You want to send weird news to Jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line. And again, I cannot read the dirty ones on the air, but I do <laughs> love to read the dirty ones in my home. <laughs> Chad loves them too. <laughs> and auditors, hold on. Uh, Deanne's going to be here and we're going to talk about this bizarre story right after we say goodbye to everybody else. Bye, everybody else. Bye. Spade and Bye. Bye.